Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, Tim, Bob, and thank you. It's been a while since we've talked. Uh, too long, and, and we will talk about your campaign extensively here over the next few minutes, but I want to circle back to something, and you can help me out with the date here, but I think it was two weeks ago, a, a couple of Fridays ago, the Georgia National Guard uh, rolls up to the jail and testing of inmates and staffers out there, those who, who were interested in being tested for coronavirus. Can you update us on how that went? Yes, sir, and I appreciate you, uh, Tim. Uh, yes, you know, it was, um, we basically, the sheriff's office, as you know, we continue to to inform the courts uh, regarding any individuals that have any type of high risk. And um, I, um, on a few weeks ago, we decided to, to partner with the National Guard to come out to our jails to test each of our team members, and of course it was on a voluntary basis. I want to make that very, very clear. But they came out uh, to to test uh, each individual, uh, whether it be the staff or even the inmates. And uh, I'm happy to report that um, we did not have any to actually uh, test positive. All of them, uh, you know, there was a couple that was invalid, but for the most part, that was, there were none that tested positive. And we really wanted to make sure that uh, not only that our community continued to be safe, but as well as our staff uh, and as well as the inmates. Because, as you know, uh, a few weeks before that, you know, there was a little protest. Uh, people were saying, uh, you know, we need to let you know all of the inmates out, basically. And uh, I don't think that was a good idea as far as letting all inmates out because, uh, you know, uh, I know that a person is innocent until proven guilty, but there are some that are charged with murder. There are some that are charged with rape. So it is incumbent upon me as sheriff to make sure that our community is safe. So, uh, so to answer your question, yes, we did have that testing, and um, we are happy to report that uh, there were no None that tested positive. Okay, and again, that was a couple of weeks ago. You've had turnover in the jail since then. I'm sure new inmates rolling in, and, of course, the staff turns over all the time. People come, people go. Uh, the end of shift and come back to start a new shift, that kind of thing. Uh, what kind of safeguards are in place uh, to mitigate the threat of coronavirus at the jail? Yes, that's, that's a good question, Tim. You know, one of the things that we've done, uh, you know, we've received a shipment of surgical masks that allow us to give, first of all, all of the inmates uh, that, that desire masks, we give them that mask. And uh, uh, the new arrestees are being checked for any COVID systems in, uh, that, that include them being quarantined uh, for 14 days. And their temperatures are checked twice a day, Tim. Uh, to ensure that we are doing everything within our power uh, to prevent the pandemic from spreading. Um, and as you had mentioned uh, about the, the the National Guard, you know, uh, we we need a, a sheriff that uh, that does not get anxiety when it comes to, to to checking this. Because if I'm not, if I recall, 
I believe that my, my, my opponent said that by him going out to the jail, it gives him anxiety. Well, you know, the jail is part of your job. So you can't have anxiety uh, when it comes to being shared. So I think it's important to answer your question. These are some of the things that we are doing. We're checking the temperatures and making sure that there are no uh, no symptoms. And if we find out that there are any symptoms, then uh, we, we report it to Human Resource. Uh, we, we ask our team members to go home and quarantine. So these are some of the things that we have in place in order to not only keep our staff safe, uh, but to, to keep our inmates safe. Uh, Clark County Sheriff Ira Edwards again talking about the Clark County Jail and talking about his role as sheriff and seeking another term as sheriff. I, I had to double check. I, I saw a headline that, okay, you're running for a sixth term, and I thought that, that has to be a typo. That can't be right. It's right. You were first elected back in 2000, reelected ever since, challenged this year by John Q. Williams, Athens Clark County Police Sergeant. Uh, the question, why do you want another term? Well, that's a good question, Tim. But, you know, Tim, as you know, I, I'm a longtime resident of Clark County, and uh, and I know the community. Uh, I'm invested in ensuring that our community is very safe. Uh, the importance of investing in our youth, as you know, has been a big priority. Uh, I currently uh, have the DARE program, and I, I will continue to have that. And we also have the Youth Explorers program. So I believe it's important that we invest in our future because they are definitely our greatest asset. And we and, and we continue to do that. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I've taken it even a step further. Uh, I have partnered with the Athens uh, Technical College and the Career Academy here in Clark County um, to assist in not only mentoring these kids, so but to hopefully recruit. Because you, as you know, uh, you know we have openings just like uh, the police department and other uh, agencies throughout uh, the United States. But, uh, you know, it's one thing to see the problem, but there's another thing to try to do something uh, to bring resolution to the problem. So that's one of the things that I'm doing and I've been doing for the past five years. And um, I'm happy to report that we also have a Citizen Sheriff Academy. And I just learned on yesterday, Tim, that uh, one of the uh, students uh, of our Citizen Academy uh, uh, we we actually interviewed that individual yesterday, and that interview that that individual is getting ready to come and be a part of our team. So uh, that goes on to show you that we are we are proactive. We are not trying to react. We are proactive, and so these are some of the things that we are doing. And of course, I I've been a big advocate of rehabilitation as well of our inmates. Uh, we've had over 150 to complete their GED since I've been sheriff. I think the flagpole described it as 350, but that was a misquote. Uh, they misprinted it. it. It's actually 150. Mm. Sheriff Ira Edwards, Clark County Sheriff Ira Edwards. Really quickly as we had to break here, how many deputies in the Clark County Sheriff's Office? I should know this, but I don't. Uh, we have about 150-plus deputies, and uh, about 30 of those are civilians. You're probably watching some of the same images I'm seeing this morning, the, the, the violence, the rioting, the looting, the fires in Minneapolis, all of it touched off by what we would, I think, generously say uh, some very questionable police work that led to the death of a citizen there. What, do you, what are your thoughts as you watch this? Yes, uh, uh, Tim, and uh, first of all, let me begin by, by saying that my thoughts and prayers uh, go out to uh, George Floyd and, and his family. 
And it's so funny that you mentioned that because in the wake of this tragic death of uh, George Floyd, uh, the National Sheriff Association has asked me to be a part of a working group uh, that will be bringing together a, a national faith and blue weekend. Uh, this initiative is being facilitated by one cop precinct uh, that was held in our community, uh, if you remember, about three months ago. And the goal of this initiative is to strengthen collaboration between law enforcement and local communities. Um, I think it's very, very important, Tim, that uh, that we get the, the faith-based community involved and also all of the community to just come to the table and try to prevent things of this nature from happening. And I think one way that you could do that by ha- is by having meetings and uh, just being open and hearing those concerns as it relates to what uh, those concerns within your community, because every community, as you know, is different. And uh, I'm happy to report that, uh, you know, we're really blessed to have a community uh, that if there are any concerns, they know that they can come to the table uh, they know that I have an open door policy, uh, and uh, and we try to to fix the problem before it gets out of hand. So once again, um, you know it's funny that you had mentioned that uh, because that's why it's important to be involved on a national level and a state level, as far as and also local. Uh, you know, had I not been involved with the National Sheriffs Association on a national level, I probably would not have received this call as we uh, get ready to bring together a national faith and blue weekend. Sheriff Ira Edwards with us. How would you assess the relationship uh, personally, uh, you and the police chief, I almost said new police chief, he's been here a while now, uh, Cleveland Sproul, and, and department to office. What, what's the relationship between the Clark County Sheriff's Office and the Athens-Clark County Police Department? How, what's the state of that relationship these days? You know, Chief Sproul and I have a wonderful um, working relationship, you know. He knows when we initially got here, you know, we we had a meeting and we talked, and I we we made it very clear that that it's not about us, but it's about the community. And if I have any resources that he can that he needs, uh, he's welcome to it, and and it's vice versa. So uh, yeah, we have a, a wonderful working relationship. We have both of each of us are on speed dial. So in the event that we need to, to reach out to each other, we're able to do so. So, yes, I'm happy to report that we uh, we have a wonderful working relationship. You mentioned, I think, 150 deputies, in, more or less, in the Clark County Sheriff's Office, some civilian employees as well. A question I always ask folks who are either the sheriff or running for sheriff, and you're both at the moment, uh, and the answer is going to be both. I understand that. But if you had to prioritize one over the other, is the sheriff now in, in 2020, is the sheriff a law enforcement officer first or an administrator first? You know what? Uh, our motto is to to protect and to serve. We are both. We we are law enforcement and we are also administrators administrators because it is our job to manage uh, the day to day operations that we have within our respective uh, uh, offices. Uh, but it is also incumbent upon us uh, to not only uh, to manage. Because a lot of people, Tim, don't know the difference in many cases between the sheriff's office and the police department. The sheriff is is responsible for serving warrants, civil papers, managing the jail, uh, courthouse security, uh, expeditions, and uh, and just being a service 
you know, uh, to the community as needed. And we take it a step further. Uh, as my motto on our cars is serving our community. For we have not come uh, to be served, uh, Tim, but we have come to serve our community. And I think uh, being uh, a, a five-term sheriff, it, it speaks volumes of uh, that uh, the community is pleased for the most part. A specific concern raised by your opponent here, John Q. Williams, Sergeant John Williams, and this has been a controversy locally, the issue of inmates' phone calls uh, the and some of the commissary sales as well. Uh, Williams says all that stuff is too high, you're price gouging down there. What do you say about that? No, it's really not a price gouging. You know, we really monitor that Um and one of the things, uh, Tim, that we really look at, uh, at the end of the day, I mean, we are really saving the taxpayers money because there's a percentage of the commissary uh, funding that actually goes uh, entirely back to the inmates to, to assist them in the rehabilitation uh, process. As I mentioned to you, we've had over 150 inmates to complete their GED. We have several uh, rehabilitation programs uh, within the jail. You know, we have partnered with the judicial system. We have the drug court. We have the inside-out program. Uh, you know, we have anger management classes uh, that the inmates uh, participate in. And so, um, you know, if, if you travel around uh, the, the state of Georgia, I can assure you that uh, Clark County would be in the top ten as far as inmate rehabilitation programs, because our motto is it's not where you start, it's where you finish. So whenever the inmates come to our jail, our question to them is, what is it that we can do to get you back on the green line so that you can become a productive citizen? Because if we can educate, then we will not have to incarcerate as much. So my, my, my objective, even when I ran for sheriff back in 2000, was to implement rehabilitation programs, and uh, and we have done that. And uh, our jail population is, is, is not as high uh, as it could be, and I think it would be even higher had we not had these programs in place. And so we're grateful for the judges uh, that participate and partner with us with drug court. You know, uh, uh, I'm reminded of uh, Judge Kent Lawrence, who, who is the father and the brainchild of, of uh, state drug court, and uh, he he came into the realization that hey, we can't lock our way out of this problem. So we have to try to educate and rehabilitate our way out. Right, a couple of now, minutes left. Hope, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, and we will, of course. You know, we we also have to be uh, hold hold our inmates accountable too. You know, we are not going to be soft on crime. We're going to be hard on crime, but in the same token. We're going to give you the tools that you need to become a productive citizen. Uh, quickly, just a couple of minutes left here, Sheriff Ira Edwards. Your opponent, Don John Q. Williams, critical, and others are pointing out that while you're in a Democratic primary, you're getting endorsements, you're getting contributions, campaign cash, from some fairly prominent Republicans. What do you say to that? Well, uh, what I would say to that is I'm grateful that... Uh, that the community, whether, you know, regardless of parties, whether you're Democrat or Republican, it is just really, truly a blessing to be able to have uh, those individuals not to look at me as a Democrat or a Republican or an independent, but to look at me as a share for all the people. Uh, when you are uh, 
when you are a sheriff and when someone calls me, uh, Tim, you know, I don't say, are you Republican or Democrat? I say, this is the Clark County Sheriff's Office. This is Sheriff Ira Edwards. How can I serve you today? And so I think it's important that we, that I'm committed to being the, the sheriff for all the people, regardless of party. What's it like campaigning when you can't really campaign? Well, you know what? I think, uh, you know, made of works we do each and every day. I tell folk all the time that, Sheriff, you campaign every day. So I've been campaigning for the last 20, <laughs> 20 years, Tim. You know, you don't, you don't wait until election time to campaign, you know. And there's an old saying, you know, made of works that we've done speak for us. And I think uh, by having a, a, a great support base, uh, the works that we've done, and I'm grateful for a great team. You know, the Clark County Sheriff's Office, we have an awesome team, you know. And I tell you, you know, even though we are, we, we are short, just like every other agency for the most part, we get it done, you know. Sheriff, we, we got to leave it there. We're up against the hard break at the bottom of the hour. Best of luck out there. Stay safe. Thanks for your time this morning. Okay, Tim. Thank you. It's great talking to you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.